Oh, yeah! Happy Comic Book Day, a rainy comic book day, and thank you to Bad Mary for that too sweet playing. Welcome all you four-color funny book aficionados. This is U.S. Comics Cast, episode 2, episode 12, one topic, 60 minutes for the people. I'm John Rivera, and I got the marbles out of my mouth, the CEO and co-founder of U.S. Comics. And that must make me the other co-founder, the other host, and your Long Island Lothario, Long Island Ice Diety, Charlie Rivera. Happy Comic Book <sighs> Day, Johnny Boy. You know, we're really going to have to extend the playtime of this damn show because Charlie adds name after name, moniker after moniker. It's getting ridiculous. So Let's go start. ahead and check your phone like Charlie. Make sure you are logged in and watching. While you're at it, go ahead, throw us a like, a share, a follow. Do all that stuff. Yeah, Charlie's checking stuff. And it is working because <laughs> we're live, kids. We are live. Charlie. Yes, sir. Happy comic book day to you, sir. Man, it is good to be alive. It is good to be live. It's true. Coming to you on all of our social media. Right now, I'm sharing away. I, I, I see that. As all these I see people that. should be doing. The, you know what? You're setting a good example for you're a man of the people, and you're a man for the people. So while you're doing that, yes. um, you know, we've got uh, we have a, a special show today. Typically, we do two topics spread out over the show, but sometimes life events happen and mm -hmm. they necessitate a little bit more of a, a deeper dive, so to speak. They need the full attention of a full episode that the Rivera brothers can throw its way. So, um, again, on this rainy comic book day, I think we should really start off with a little bit of history, don't you think? I, you know what? What I always say is if it's in the past, that makes it history. And I like both the past and history. That's a thing I said now. It's a thing I said just now. Because you, You've never said it, including now. You still haven't said it yet. I want <laughs> you to go back to the drawing board, figure that one out, and get back to us. So, fair. Um, Charlie had uh, last time, not the last time, but a few episodes back, pre-Hawaii, uh, Charlie regaled us all with uh, uh, an epic unboxing yes. of the Wild Stallions uh, in all of their PVC glory. Yep, there's there's a there's, the, uh, Esquire. there's that little blonde summer bitch right there. Uh, so I thought he's around. Ted, Ted does Ted shit, bro. Uh, I thought that I would go ahead and uh, see. Beautiful, beautiful. I would try to keep up. Uh, Charlie and I have had this conversation. You know, I, I basically live and work and exist in really a Toys R Us that has been <laughs> repurposed for my own usage. So uh, sometimes I'm a little bit embarrassed about it. You know, in this in this crazy quarantine era, we do a lot of Zoom meetings and what have you. And uh, I, I'll be honest, a little bit of apologist. But that was then. And this is now I have decided to lean all the way into it. So on, on one side, right, we have our Han Solo section, 
Very right. True. And on the other side, we have our, our sports memorabilia. You just trying to prove like I'm still a man. Yeah, I like I'm nerdy like, stuff, but like yeah. sports. Like I, I can have a conversation with the dad. I'm not gonna embarrass you completely. But um, <laughs> I decided again, I decided to lean all the way into it, and I, I went ahead and uh, I made an addition to the fortress of lonelytude here. <laughs> and uh, I think we're gonna go ahead and we're going to literally have a we're gonna have an unboxing Ooh. a wee hawking style so a little appetizer to the show just a little something to, to ease in to kind of get the butterflies out right so um first and foremost let me i i don't have the two cameras set up like charlie i just have the one camera so let me just let me take a look here yeah yeah i, I guess well you know what let's let's crack this baby open and you know, in order to do that, we definitely need the assistance of Long Claw. So, yes, let's go ahead and the short Long Claw. Hey, how dare you! <laughs> All right, oh, this is a real unboxing. It's not like that, yeah, man. Baloney stuff yeah. on the YouTube. <laughs> All right, so we got the let's ah, we'll peel that guy oh, I back. I hope it's the wrong thing. <laughs> oh, not you just nice. Pull out. John busted out his miniature sword for those not, of you just listening nice. and not watching. Uh oh. I'm petrified. You know, it's it's funny that you say it, Charlie, but like <laughs> around here, sometimes things get a little little shady, a little questionable, a little, you know, a little booby trap-ish. So just give me a second. Let me <laughs> let me just see here. <laughs> oh no. Mm, I don't know. Hold on a second, hold on a second. John's removing some, some. Got some buttons, got some buttons. All right. Right, a, yeah, a sack, I think a weighted sack. Interesting. That's about right. Let me just go ahead and do the. Uh... <laughs> All right, no, no, yeah, no, uh, no boulders, no poison arrows going at me. So <laughs> let's go ahead and do this unboxing. We'll peel back the styrofoam. Uh, not recyclable, but it's okay. <laughs> what do we got, kids? <laughs> what do we got? This is let's fantastic. Pull, let's pull out this beauty, this dare I say fertility <laughs> goddess. Let's peel back the plastic because uh, you know sometimes you gotta go raw, dog. Oh, Will God. you look at this? That is awesome. Will you look at this Hovitos beauty? Hello, girly. <laughs> so for anyone who doesn't know, first and first mostly, how dare you? But this is the fertility idol. That is fantastic. That, that is a one, man, one replica. That my man, Dr. Jones, went after in the opening sequence from Raiders of the Lost Ark. That is incredible. Ooh. What's that made out of? So this is a poly, uh, a poly resin one-for-one uh, -one replica. So um, it's actually made. I'm going to include the information uh, uh, as a link. But this is made by a secondary company who who replicated the um, uh, like the original. Uh, I think it was um, was it show 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 works or, or show stoppers or some whatever com company like the first company that really started putting out lightsabers and the, yeah. uh, the you know Han Solo blasters and things like that. Um, but they were very expensive. And um, they were like a limited run. So if you didn't get it, you weren't going to get it. You had to go SOL. and get it. Yeah, you had to do second. You have to go um, into the temple to get one. You'd basically, to, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you'd have to escape. you probably Damn lose your straight. hat. You got to go into no the Jones. rainforest, 
go through some cobwebs and uh, have Belach chasing after you. So um, this this new company came out. They clearly bought one and they're replicating the bejesus out of it. And uh, I've got one, so I'll I'll include um, that is fantastic because uh, it was it was reasonable. Uh, it wasn't a cup of coffee, but it certainly was not. How shiny what is the, that? Uh, that? It's coming it's, across like a movie prop as it, far it, as the screen this, goes. And, and you know what? And I'll give Charlie full credit as I hold my new little baby here. Uh, Charlie gets full credit because um, I had been looking at this purchase for for a minute, and um, Charlie kind of shot down one of my one of my targets. He's like, you know what? No, that's poorly reviewed. This and the other oh thing. Oh my it's god! Like a cheap yeah, guy. a few and, a few uh, Christmases ago, he, I like, bought he, you one. He totally. He's like, nope. Forget about that. What else you got? And uh, a full credit to Charlie because I waited. And this just goes to show you that sometimes <laughs> patience is a virtue. Because it's it's uh, speaking of waiting, it it weigh, It's got like substantive weight to it. Oh. And uh, and again, it, it doesn't have like that C three PO uh, patina to it where it's like so reflective that you can like see yourself but yeah it honestly if like you were making a fan film that wouldn't be one of those things this to me this looked the closest to what dr jones tucked under his arm yeah and and he pulled like a saquon barkley cutting through the uh cut cutting through the cave defenses and uh eventually he got done dirty by belach that is that is incredible. I have to get you like a small LED light because right now the lighting you have for you the on lighting the show is, nice, right? is just that's just freaking incredible. So yeah. So what we're gonna be doing is we're gonna move, we're gonna move the sports <laughs> memorabilia over to the desk. You're going proper. full nerd. I'm gonna go full Han Solo on one side. Respect. Indiana Jones on the other. Respect. And, uh, if Harrison Ford ever comes over, he's gonna want to report me to the police immediately. Um. Yeah, you're that you're rules. you're in trouble, Harrison. You're I in will trouble. say this, man. Now that you're, you know, again, not not trying to dish, but there's a reason you've been getting so jacked. There's a reason you're filling out those those schmediums just right. <laughs> uh, do you like? There's a real chance that you'll have some young nerdy thing come your way, and I wonder if the just fertility item will throw her off. Or does she like move it to the the bedroom? Does she like? Is she like, what's up? And then do you get scared off, or do you, you just grab what? the indie hat? So so uh, <laughs> uh, I, I wouldn't say even friend Ellis because Ellis is even more than a friend coworker yes. for us here at US Comics. Ellis uh, quickly uh, interjected like, you know, where's the hat? Where that? Where the hat? <laughs> but uh, if the situation Charlie is describing uh, comes to fruition, I think it would be more like. Where's the whip, baby? Woo! Let's take that sucker into the bedroom. Oh, that is just that is just so, PG thirteen yes. enough for, for to anybody. Fill joy. <laughs> so for anybody joining us before we launch into our uh, extended U.S. Comics cut edition of a topic, uh, we did just unbox our very own fertility idol, made famous by uh, Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. And all Incredible. I can say to my fellow Hovitos. That is amazing. Now, it's very funny. You bring up a a, a Harrison Ford staple like Indiana Jones because one thing that I find really interesting is arguably Harrison Ford's two most famous roles. There was, of course, Dr. Jones, and then there was Han Solo. And fun fact, 
that George Lucas is a liar. George Lucas, you are a liar. Because Han, Han shot, shot first, first, baby. Put him up. Clink, clink. Oh, clink. Knock him back. Oh, baby, that is how we start the show. If you want that recipe, hit us up on any of our uh, social media. But, John, what a delicious uh, appetizer that was. It was. But now let's move on to the main event. We're going to talk Snyder Cut, baby. But we need the right mood. We need the right setting for that, my friend. Yeah, do, do the Snyder so, uh, touch. So let's go ahead and we want to – we reached out to his people. And let's go ahead and get this going. Ah, uh, see, now it's official. Now it's official. The <laughs> this is a full Snyderfication of U.S. John. Comics cast. John, do you bleed? Do you bleed, John? Listen to me, Batman. You Martha fucker. Martha, you're gonna. <laughs> Mar oh, oh! If it's Martha, we can we can lighten shit up if Martha's involved. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Zack Snyder's Justice League review right here on U.S. Comics. Please join us in the comment section. We want to know your opinions as we go on. Yeah. But spoiler Feel free warning: to jump in like the like the water was lukewarm. The the we the, the big part of this is going to be we want to hear from you guys. But I got notes. I got notes on notes on notes on notes on notes. Yeah, it's true. Let's dive into it, buddy. Uh, I wanna let me get my notes out here. Oh, the the, the just Bible sized. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I also wrote my notes in the uh, uh, you know in the Judaism fashion because uh, <laughs> I went from right to left. But you know whatever works. Hey, Superman was invented by two Jewish gentlemen, two that's Jewish true. teenagers. Don't uh, don't not recognize, okay? Exactly right. Very good point. So <laughs> I, I wanna I wanna start here. You and I, I've been dying to talk to you yeah, about this. We have had no commentary about this extravaganza, uh, which is incredibly rare. I mean, the stuff that we don't watch together even remotely, once once we've both finished consuming it, it's like an immediate, like we're real yentas about this nerdy <laughs> stuff like hey charlie what about this literally dead in the middle uh dead in the middle of watching it mm. i was like i gotta share my opinions with my oh i can't <laughs> oh i can't because we long ago decided how we'd want to go about this when you said but, dead in the middle i thought you're talking about my, my heart <laughs> with that being said uh i want to start right out of the gate i went into this film i was not looking forward to it uh, the entire time the world's been talking and for some people clamoring for the Snyder Cut, I've been there like, let it be dead. Enough, this poor horse. Enough that that they they made it happen. Like they literally, the same way that this little, little tiny uh, idol is like being birthed from the bigger idol. This movie was birthed from the fans clamoring uh, you know, using all the power that they had, the limited power at their disposal, um, you know, emails and posts and hashtags and, you know, picket signs and all kinds of crazy stuff. I've never and, seen anything like it. And it's crazy, too, because this is a very, very unique situation. From the jump, there was curiosities afoot. 
This mm. was supposed to be a set of films. It was supposed to be part one, part two. Uh, then it was cut down to one film. Then Personal Tragedy had Snyder move away from it. Um, and they yeah. brought in the the guy behind Avengers. Yeah, they uh, brought what, in Whedon. What could possibly go wrong? And for at least me personally, a ton went wrong in 2017. Now, before sure. the show started, there is one thing that you brought up. And you brought up the fact that you didn't punish yourself by rewatching 2016's Justice League. Nope. I, I did. Uh, I've been on a lot of planes. So, so Charlie very Hawaii, much is a masochist. He's like, hurt me, baby. Hurt me where you know it goes. It really hurt my heart, though, because you said that. And I know for a fact you haven't seen the Ghostbusters remake, which I've sat through multiple times. No, uh, I told you, bro, I'm in a I'm in a phase of self-care like that's that's what you do. You know, what I I'm appreciate that now. So I want to get one thing out of the way, though, because at least for me, you can talk about the film however you want in whatever Thank context. You. I, however, have set some ground rules. Whenever possible, I try to avoid um, pushing something down to elevate something else. So I want to ask you a question right out the gate. Me personally, sure. uh, I'll start here. I think this was a more successful movie than the original Justice League. That was, you know what, Charlie? Sincerely, uh, I'm glad that you broached the subject this way and that you did it early. Um, because look, a, a, a precursory quick uh, Google search will tell you fucking nobody liked the 2017 Justice League. People didn't go to see it because the word of mouth was so bad. Yeah. Um, like the, the performers walked out the door, like just only talking about what a miserable experience. Uh, that it, that it that it was. It launched a billion memes, and not all of them were about removed mustaches. No, Ben Affleck, seemingly, and again, I don't know what happened, but I will talk in some extent of things I've heard or read. Mm -hmm. Ben Affleck like lost his smile, like Shawn Michaels in the WWE. Like this guy didn't look like he wanted to do press. Very quickly, the Batman unraveled that he was going to direct and star in, yeah. then just star in. And then from all accounts, he was like, I'm never putting on that fucking rubber mask again. Now, that's no longer true yeah. because he did show up for reshoots for, for Zach's uh, picture. Mm -hmm. But again, at least for me, I wanted to get it out on the street. Well, just just let, let's let's uh, let's call it call it what it is. It took a lot of Anna de Armas to get our boy Ben smiling again. Um, and I realized that you know that <laughs> chapter has closed. So maybe he will be looking at the Batman once again because he's got the dour expression back. Um, but, you know, I, I agree with you. Pe again, people did not just they did not like the movie. And, and I would even argue Joss Whedon didn't like the movie. Right. Like the, there are still you want to talk about stories like there are stories of, of him referring to. Uh, to Gal's uh, Gal Gadot, Wonder Woman's character, as um, you know, as uh, um, Scarlet uh, Scarlet Witch, <laughs> as Black Widow, like he he and and who I mean, obviously he has his own yeah. dirt uh, ongoing. So so I I, I don't want to I didn't want muddy to the waters exactly. Right. So I, I want to push that up on the shelf. Now the one thing I'll say is this: the conversation of like and and I've seen this. Uh, you know, on social media and what have you, some of the conversations that I've had with friends of ours where the their jumping off point is, well, this was so much better. No shit. <laughs> that 
that's like saying, oh, oh you well, mean like how one... was your summer vacation where, like, you know, uh, your country got into a war and both of your parents died and you lost your legs? Well, it was better than winter. Yeah, I know. I get it. Because in winter, there was a fucking, uh, you know, nuclear explosion. So, yeah. granted, it, but it's it was better, but that's... That's not the yeah. conversation because that's and, and all relative. It's yeah. So of course it was better. Yeah, and also for me personally, I'm happy to have the conversation with you, or if someone wants to to ask specific questions about it, I'm also not looking at this as a weird hypothetical where it happened in 2017 and it was two films or was cut down or he had to. I got a well, four hour thing. Yeah. And it's there's going to be times where I'm certainly going to want to talk about aspects of it and I think it helps inform it. But well, for the most part I you, I you I'm know what though talk because what we got. That is that is something that was that was running through my head um throughout and you know I have my my notes here and I have full intention of kind of going through my notes in order and we can go point for point. And again, this is an open conversation, so anybody can jump in and you know in the chat or or they can text us, message us, whatever. Whoever wants to get be involved is more than welcome to. But I did have that prevailing thought, Charlie. Somewhere about the two-hour mark, my thought was, how the fuck was this gonna be one movie, even by his hand? Or if it was gonna be a part one, part two scenario, there was no clean. Mm-hmm. break where you can say like up to be continued there there was none of that so you know we don't have to talk about it there, but there i'll is let you know one, like, it was something act? that i was but that's what i'm saying like i have in my notes where like the one I of guess. my biggest thoughts was like oh i get why they thought maybe this was going to be a miniseries and in that regard I'll, I'll bury the lead a bit even though it may not be as fun mm-hmm. um if i'm talking in terms of a of a movie of a flick um, I actually don't necessarily like the Snyder cut, um, as it being a movie right, presentation. Right. But it's not a. See, here's the thing: it's I, it's an epic. Well, there and oh, there it is. If they if they ask you to sit down and commit four hours to watch something, like that's roots. Yes. That's like you're asking for a, for a big commitment in time and uh, you know attention and bladder control. It's like you you really do have to take me from point A to point Z and there should be a reason for it. Now I do want to say this and and this is probably my this is going to be my my last um preface is that I am very very glad that Snyder got to make this Fuck because yes. he suffered and his family suffered through what I can only imagine is the worst thing that a a, a parent should have to suffer through the loss of one of, of one of their children in the most tragic of ways, in my opinion. Without, without so, question. Uh, r- rightfully so, I think he stepped away so that he can spend time with his family. I don't think anybody, there's no question marks uh, in that regard. But this movie or, you know, two-part movie or, or what have you, this was the culmination of a trilogy. Yes. So to talk about Return of the Jedi exclusively <laughs> and not talk about you know, a new hope or, or, you know, empire strikes back. That would be, that would be disingenuous because this movie did sum up, even though it clearly had intention to keep on going. I mean, they, they, they planted seeds that they fully intended to, to move ahead with, but this did wrap up a, a trilogy of events that he put into place. So 
for, so for me sitting down having not liked uh having not liked uh you know superman man of steel having not liked batman v superman um more so in just like I realize that this is an industry guy. That this is uh, this is like a fellow nerd for life. Yes, that he's fully like uh, you know invested. He's he's knee deep in uh, in comic book dumb, just like you know, just like we are, and, and I'm sure plenty of watchers and listeners. Um, to me, he didn't understand the characters, right? It's, so he came yeah. over your house, he dumped out your toy box, and he started playing a game, and he's like. He's like, oh, Superman's all sad. I'm like, no, that's the crow, dude. Like, what? Yes, yes. He's not Superman's not the crow. So yeah, and, and it would it, it, they had to go a very long way. They would have had to almost undo yes. the first two movies in order for me to be like a, a cheerleader for this flick. So in that capacity, I want to leave that on the so if one shelf up here is you know is for that other stuff. <laughs> The second shelf immediately below it is for my new Indiana Jones setup. And the, the shelf underneath that is, well, I didn't like what he did with the first two movies. Yeah. I didn't like the character uh, creation that he had done thus far. But I'm looking at it, and I decided I was going to do it very early. If this is an Elseworlds story, yes, yes, like if yes. I'm looking at like Earth 612 or something like that, and this was their version of Superman, not my version of Superman as I understood him and Batman and Wonder Woman and Aquaman, which should have been Lobo. Um, you know, and and, and really Holy all shit. of them. Oh fuck, you just and, uh, I'm deducting sorry, points I'm, as I'm you say sorry, things. I'm sorry. Um, but that all being said, I'm looking at this in a very, very fresh perspective. I'm just looking at it as its own yeah. thing. I love your maturity. Uh, I got to admit, I was in I was in Hawaii. It was 10 p.m. at night. I spent way too much money on a fake golden idol. My maturity, Charlie. Well, listen. Oh, uh, I, I sat down on the internet right now in the comment section for this show on Facebook. We got our boy. Uh, we got our boy Jim demanding that they finish the Snyderverse. <laughs> a lot of people went into this experience kind of with that in the back of their head i sat yeah, down jim, to this movie jim gets me jim gets I me i sat down to this movie like this arms crossed and i said zach snyder i'm glad you got to do it i'm happy for you good <laughs> fucking luck bro good luck polishing entertain this me turd. and i gotta tell you man the moment that the pretension started to flow I only got more of a furrowed brow. We're presenting this in IMAX ratio. Shut the fuck. Literally, the first couple moments are so Zack Snyder yeah. masturbatory that I almost couldn't help but instantly change sides of the fence. This motherfucker was told the people want to see your vision. And he said, zip and pulled out what must be a massive, massive donger, John. Uh, I'm, I'm talking about. He does about, have that big dick energy. I, dude. And it was only made bigger by the internet being like, we want the big dick. We want the big dick. Because we got it all out in those opening seconds, dude. Hmm. Again, I'm going to keep calling it this because it's what it is. It is masturbatory well um, you know i i definitely had the thought and because we all walked into this knowing this runtime is uh ludicrous. it's not just excessive it is like it's you know it's it's like it it, it it was the roman emperor who like 
that you, we all know you can do anything you want to do. You have people's lives in your hand. You can send thousands of Roman legions off to war. Um, you have any, any, you know, any woman or man, frankly, that you want to have uh, biblically. Um, you know, like be cool about it. But that emperor decided, like that emperor was like <laughs> fucking Nero. He was yes. just laying there lounging, grapes. Fucking, <laughs> I'm being fed to him. Poor motherfuckers with palms, uh, palm, palm uh, leaves, keeping them warm. Like it was. You're you're right. It's the best term for it. It was masturbatory because a four hour movie. Somebody did the math. There was like ten percent of that fucking movie was slow motion. I would have taken more like i cannot explain better than this and and we'll get into the we'll get into as much of the details as makes sense <laughs> i went in fully expecting this movie to be bad and three minutes in i'm like are they is this motherfucker well, gonna pull yeah, this off you know it did get put on the shelf but i'll take it down and dust it off real quick um you expected it to be bad. Did you expect it? Did you expect to like it more or less than the 2017 version? Than I the Whedon version? I could have liked it less. Okay. So, so, so you thought it, I'm going to like this better than the Whedon version, but I'm not going to like it. Like the, those are two different conversations. Exactly. Okay. Right. I All right. Thought, that's fair. I thought I was, I, watch... I, I disagree. Yeah. But, um, I hear what you're saying. My plan was to watch 20 minutes and go to bed. And I was like, I'll watch it in like, sections or whatever well, yeah because you I, watch it at like you know 3 a.m yeah, hawaii I, time i couldn't look away i i was so enthralled visually it just looks stunning and i forgot how much i love the kind of like more squared off picture i don't care where the, the bars the are four, four three uh, yeah i like what feels like more i was one of those dumb kids that like when widescreen first came out i'm like i don't want less of this picture and then people explain like well, you're missing stuff to the right and the left, but this was filmed for IMAX. So we would have been robbed of a little bit of top and bottom, and now we got it. <laughs> so <laughs> Nice. Um, but I, I'll just start right at the beginning for me, and you you cut off wherever. Mm -hmm. um, again, I think it absolutely is beautiful. He does this thing where he works in a lot of darker tones, which doesn't feel like DC for me. By a lot of, do you mean exclusively? Yeah, well, but his, yeah, you're right. His composition for these shots, though, this guy has an amazing eye. Every single frame could have been a poster, could have been a page out of a comic, given yeah. it had that weird dark filter. But for me, it um, it just visually looks stunning. The, the showing the Trinity fighting almost made that opening sequence work without its preceding films like if mm. you just came into this superman's dead and like batman looks upset um <laughs> he always the... looks like that that's, that's, that's like the wallberger in him he's just like the ice uh ice cube he's just fucking always pissed him him letting out this fucking this ridiculous like death yell that unlocks the box i should hate it i didn't that like very much worked for me i thought seeing the three boxes where they were and seeing the one like turn on i thought was very cool you're, you're kind of shaking your head at me yeah. what are your well, opening I'm, thoughts I'm, i just want a counterpoint right away and and yeah. you, again ellis and and jim also um they agreed that uh 
the reveal i don't want to i don't want to uh, ruin it but we'll get to it in the in the episode um there was a reveal towards the the very end of the movie and actually um like the middle. A, a scene there yeah there was a scene in the middle which kind of um kind of uh you know let the cat out of the bag so to speak um when the movie first opens again that thought came up you know immediately came to mind where i was like I have to turn on lights in my apartment because this fucking movie is so dark. I can't see the bowl of popcorn in front of my face. And when you think about it, that is also a, a Snyderism, right? His, whatever his, like, whatever the opposite of rose colored glasses is, that's the shit that he kind of must see this storytelling to. So, one of my very favorite directors of all time, I was just talking about it with a friend Jordan, um, Kurigawa. Right. Yes. I mean, master, master, master. Um, only really, uh, it was only really once Hollywood got involved that there was any kind of misstep. Um, but he, he, he righted that ship uh, with maybe some of his finest work towards the tail end of his career. But this was a guy who literally painted. He painted his fucking uh, his storyboards. So out there in the world, for every Kuragawa masterpiece that we have on film there are paintings storyboarding his shots so that so is awesome. if you're gonna say okay well that's the top of the mountain mm -hmm. that everybody else uh, needs to aspire to then you know what then I, I i do have to appreciate something somebody like snyder who clearly sets up his shots almost though to excess almost to a fault because i i can only imagine that that the process for him was like, you know, what would be really cool if Wonder Woman dove off of a high mark in order to like get to her sword or to get to a shield or to get to a mother box or something like that, and then like wrote around yes. the scenario to get there, which is you can't do. I can tell you as a writer myself, <laughs> you can't do that mainly because not because it's not cool, not because it can can't make a poster, but because somewhere there's gonna be an asshole like me sitting in the house or sitting at home thing saying like. That showed that 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 shot is completely like uh you know it's it's completely uh you know masturbatory yeah. again to use your term. It's like, dude, it, it we could call this the the Zack Snyder masturbation hour because <laughs> I, everything I say Zach, it shouldn't take that long, bro. What are you doing? Everything, every I mean his wife everything you different. do takes so long. His wife everything is in a, his wife is in a chair once a week <laughs> just rolling around like Professor X because knocks that back out. Um, I'm a big fan of this guy right now. Uh, but check. again, table one. Thanks. Appreciate to it. your to your point again. I'm not, I can't argue with anything you said, but oh, I'm very smart and modest is my favorite yeah, part. And good looking. Um, what else you got? <laughs> and rich. I don't, are you rich yet? Um, soon. Let's not anymore. <laughs> um, man, I, I gotta tell you though, I was wondering what was going to make this be a four hour film and right out the gate i got a sequel slow motion to, i got a sequel to 300 i always wanted which was like where the <sighs> bitch is at dude everything on themiscara i thoroughly enjoyed specifically i'm gonna give a huge shout out to one of the amazonians um that's guarding their mother box is <sighs> uh is this young black girl this chick maybe says 18 words total and she conveyed 
pages of dialogue with her eyes and her intensity mm. she's yeah. the one that goes up to the mother box before it kind of super turns on right, after like, yeah dude she is fucking awesome and in that regard i would absolutely watch like a whole themiscara miniseries or, or trilogy because those chicks rule i also Carly, how fucking amazing would a 300-esque flick be about the Amazons. Well, we kind of got one because there's like an well, hour and twenty minutes of them in this movie. Well, I mean, if you know what, if if someone else goes in and re-edits all those little things together, maybe. Uh, and if you do, go ahead and send it to uh, my house, <laughs> Weehawken, New Jersey, zero seven zero nine six. Just write John on the front of it. It'll yeah, it'll them. it'll get to me. Um, they all know me. I lo- uh, again. I thought it was. Uh, Everything about that scene worked so much better. Um, even little things like costume choices. Back when the film first came out in theaters, there were a lot of people upset that the Amazonians were kind of wearing like two pieces instead of like the Wonder Woman one piece. But one, Themyscira is probably hot as hell. <laughs> and two, it was once again to the goal was to show off these incredible in shaped. The, in shape women the amazon we did 300 who were taking out the oh uh, my god um, the little legos pieces that were holding up the yes now i did have this thought also and I, i'm not here to poke holes so to speak um but there's a giant hole in your roof son why are you worried about pulling like an indiana jones and shutting stone uh stone walls when like if you have that big of an issue, the, the you know the, the giant god's eye in the middle of your fucking ceiling might be a problem too, Amazons. I'm just saying there might be a reason why your whole shit was lost Listen, to the rest of the world. Like, eh. all I'm gonna say, all I'm gonna say to that is Death Star. I got some more Star Wars comparisons. Look, Death that was Star, a Death Star flaw. Look, they wrote the flaw in Charles. Did not pay attention. To Rogue One, come on, dude. Well, don't worry, because we're gonna get like, right. we're gonna get the Charlie Rivera prequel film. <laughs> uh, all I can say is the Amazonians may have had a slight issue with their kind of secure location yeah. for their mother box. The uh, Atlanteans wound up with the best location because once they got sunk, they were like, we got to put this somewhere else. Because uh, at some point that shit was just, the goddamn stupid Look, humans just I... buried it in a shallow hole. Shallow, dude. Like, not for anything, <laughs> you guys. If you had done dirt at the local pub and things got a little out of control and you're like, oh, sh-. yo, I, I fucking killed him. Like, the, the, <laughs> the mobsters in Goodfellas took more care to bury that body than the fucking dumb dumb humans did with their mother box. What were they thinking? They're like they they buried that like hamster funeral level death. They were we like, eventually what are you doing? we'll eventually get to the flashback, but it feels a lot like, well, we didn't fucking do that good in this fight. Like we helped save the world, but everyone's talking about fucking Zeus and those bitches. Like it was such a, a shallow yeah. grave. But we also so we got we got a reminder of what happened in the Snyder uh, movies that preceded this. Yeah, unfortunately. We then got a 300 sequel that I was desperate for. <laughs> we then get a Lord of the Rings movie I could stand because good old Batfleck is back and he is just going across mountains with his dope-ass horse. I love the new introduction to Aquaman. You're talking th- about Batmax or like, well, you, you, what are you referring to? Because Batmax uh, in Thunderdome 
I could have fucking done without the all the nightmare scenes. I'm like, Bat, doesn't Batman have enough? He's got the deepest pockets. He can create anything now. He doesn't need anybody else to help him create shit. Like Alfred just tinkers every once in a while, but like he Bat, uh, Batfleck does clearly all the fucking work. And now he's like clairvoyant and fucking he's he's basically like a, a Romany uh, uh, fortune teller. Uh, at, you know. What he doesn't even have three nipples, like Kevin Smith clearly told us you need to have in order to have any kind of like sixth sense. I hated all of that shit. There, there were yeah, a so million other ways. Now, look again, we're we're to some degree we are talking about the differences, um, but that was throughout, right? They for whatever reason, look, I understand that Batman is insanely, insanely popular, so you do have to do some. Not all. You have to do some crowd pleasing and put him someplace because of the entire group. He's the only one that's like physically limited, and yeah. and they they make reference to it uh, in the flick. But like, you don't have to make this motherfucker ma have magic dreams all of a sudden. Like, yeah, it, that's that's a bit much, and that that's again. On. I'm not gonna gush over it exclusively because I hate yeah. that too. I hate that it's darker. The darkness, so and the, dark. the, the darkness and the dream shit is stuff I'm willing to accept because they very appropriately named this Zack Snyder's Justice League. And I'm going to get back to that in a little bit. But let's very quickly talk about Aquaman. Aquaman's a character, you said it just before, would have been a way better choice for Lobo than Aquaman. But it is the aquaman we got um and by direct comparison to the other version of the justice league film which again i'll try to do but also just taking it pound for pound jason momoa as aquaman what do i like i thought this introduction of him was fantastic uh in a three-hour cut of the film do i want a bunch of chicks singing for for the king of, of that was the water? excessive man it was excessive well, also both of those scenes cut? Well, but I here's the thing. Every time he showed up. And and this was one of those situations where like they said, "All right, you can literally at this point we relent. Do whatever the fuck you want to yeah. do. Here's some money. Just tell all these people shut the fuck up. We'll put it on HBO Max and then you're done, bro." Like he this clearly was the yeah. uh, the death knoll for the Snyder verse. So like we all know that and granted there will be some holdovers because uh just like Marvel DC is kind of going into that place of the multiverse where they're going to be able to cherry pick, which I think is smart. That's yeah. just a smart business decision. Yeah. You know, if they want to, they could probably do it just by their fucking rotten tomatoes. Like, oh, people like this, people like that. Okay, that's fine. Um, but, but this is one of those circumstances, uh, situations where it was like clearly excessive because those two scenes and they ran almost like adjacent to each other. They clearly was like, one from column A, one from column B. Like, so somebody went to the fucking diner and said, <laughs> let me get uh, onion rings and french fries. And that's it. They didn't want that as a side to anything else. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. want a plate of onion rings and french fries and no burger. So so he gave us ultimately like two sides. It yeah. was unnecessary. It didn't uh, add anything to the establishment of the character, except he's like, look, I had this line around. Here, yeah. you want some? Here, yeah, here they go. Here With you go. that being said, though, 
and again, I I hate to do this direct comparison. At bare minimum, <laughs> Ellis I know just what you're chimed about. in. <laughs> the, the sweater sniffing goes creepy. Yeah, Ellis, I like you're it. right. You know what though, dude? It... Speaking as a guy who has had his hoodie sweatshirt sniffed and like warm because it smells like you, it is creepy AF, kid. I don't you don't have your... to swim with the salmon to I know that shit. Your... I don't Ellis, want your... you're right. I don't want your good-looking guy bullshit of like all these bitches Look, want to wear my me clothes. Me and Momoa, we got we got problems, dude. <laughs> Just we got problems. Every, every time you jump in the water, there's there's some bitches like, oh, here is king. <laughs> Not only that, you gotta wait to the king's tide to go to the fucking to go get a beer. That's fucked up. No wonder why he's always so angry. He can't have some suds well, to blow some steam off. He's got to wait to the king time. Come on, man. I, I do overall think, though, <laughs> that at bare minimum, this Aquaman is clearly sold as important. The one thing that this film does really well for me, for all the characters, and we'll get into them, but every single issue or, or every single character that's introduced is a fucking badass and the overall theme though not to bury my own lead is that we're awesome apart like the voltron lions are the titties but when you put those lions together and build voltron it's even better and i thought they did an amazing for me personally i never really loved this take of aquaman at least with this opening scene for him I Which like, one? Oh, so so let me ask, one. Let me ask you. Right. Opening scene. So there. So so he had like opening scene one and and you know part A and part B because again they were completely interchangeable for me. Now I, I'll I'll say this. Um, you know we're talking about like individual characters like, you know I I sat there having the thought man Mo would have been a would have been an amazing Lobo, but I also had the had the thought I'm like Ezra would have made a dynamite Nightwing. Hell yes. Like that attitude, you know, that wasn't uh, any kind of a flash personality that I, I'm, that I was familiar with. Uh, I liked it. You know, I liked his turn. Um, I liked his characterization. Um, I just never, I hadn't known flash yeah. in that capacity, but uh, coming from the place of like, well, this is an Elseworlds that I'm not familiar with. Like this is, Oh, Grant Morrison wrote another, you know, another take, here you go, you know, beginning to end. So looking at it that way, I was like, oh, okay, cool. I didn't even really have a problem with his piecemeal uh, oh, I um, actually thought costume. I didn't really I have a problem I, with it. I don't remember if it's in the first one, but the fact that, that clearly this is like, there's a lot of Robin Hooding in this film where it's mm. like justifiable stuff. I Flesh must have stolen that. If it's NASA stuff... Like I, I feel like it would be stuff that wasn't well, vital. Like I feel like it would be like I na mean, NASA trash. I could I could go on eBay right now and get you like legitimate nuclear launch keys yeah, yeah. from Russia. So but, but Flash maybe is, maybe Flash is but he, broke. He, hey man, sometimes when you got to get a hot dog, you do what you got to do. Let me the let me dogs got to eat. Let me throw out a couple characters for you real quick. Okay. Um, poor Martha, uh, broke my heart in that in her opening scene. Martha. Um, or Martha Manhunter. Well, regular Martha. <laughs> Actually, a big issue I have is that Martha winds up in three scenes in the film, and one of them is now Martian Manhunter. And I thought it was her best scene, which I think is dumb, but we'll get to that in a moment. But I, I thought Martha losing the house, mourning her son, that is all footage that... um. 
I, I imagine it was probably in the original cut of the film, but at least for me, it felt real. It felt like she lost her baby boy more than like everyone else is mourning Superman. Lois is is mourning sure. her, her dude, but Martha, and so was like, I. I was like, oh, yeah. Superman, they did you dirty, son. <laughs> uh, I got to take a couple of days off of work. Yeah, it was it was it was painful. Uh, I love this version of Alfred. This is one of my this... favorite. Like Alfred. Is a is a is a minus the, and again this is stupid. The statement I was about to make is dumb. Alfred is super hit and miss with me. Animated series Alfred rules. This yeah. Alfred rules. Um, the Nolan verse Batman rules. The first Alfred um, was was glorious in his own way for the Keaton the, the four pack of like that him. era. So I guess it's true. He sold I, a I, lot of uh, soda pop. Yes, Alfred's Alfred's my dude, and this is another one where I'm like, an Alfred Alfred's, for today's generation. Alfred's a great character. I I um I'm a bad Charm comic City. book, bad comic book nerd because I can't remember off the top of my head. But the very first time that I realized what a legitimate badass Alfred was, this was like late '80s, maybe mid to late '80s, and um they wrote a, a Batman comic. It was exclusively like an alfred flashback of how he was like he was a nazi fighter and he was he was like in the war and he was military and um the only reason why he came to service is because that's what their family did especially uh, you know uh, in, in in england specifically like that call to service for butling like the upstairs downstairs uh part of the society they are like way into that shit man like they they look like they look at it like being somebody's manservant, that's that's like on the same level of being a cop or being a firefighter or being a postman or whatever the hell. Like that's a big deal, but that doesn't mean that that's all that they can do, right? It's not he does he doesn't just iron out you know blue and gray tights for uh, for Bruce. Um, he can do some shit, and and clearly he was as much of a crime fighter as Bruce was. He just did it from you know inside the you know inside the um, the cave, so to speak. Absolutely. And and again, it's like this more hands-on Alfred we've been getting kind of through every iteration. Alfred is a little bit less about Well, yeah, we, well, we, we barely got any Alfred in the 2017 version. So yeah, he it's... was largely cut from that. And again, it's a shame when you have an actor of that uh, that magnitude, like that. you're leaving that on the cutting room floor. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Cut, cut some Zeus. Like, exactly. What are you yeah. doing? Especially since I felt like him and Affleck had real chemistry. They felt truly like they've been each, yeah, each other's they were, lives. They were both like, what um, the fuck are we doing here? What are we doing here? Uh, God damn. What, um, uh, I, I got one for you real yeah, quick. Yeah, because so, we're talking about like getting more and different variations. So from, from my from my dollar, uh, actually for Charlie's dollar, because... Uh, in our situation, uh, I take care of some bills, but Charlie takes care of HBO. So for Charlie's dollar, I got to say this. Um, I loved the version of Steppenwolf that we got. Oh, my God. Across he, he the board. alien. Well, he, not only that, his, badass. His, his, uh, his visage was tremendous. Uh, his armor made sense finally. Oh. But above and beyond all of that, all of that, and, and and I'm giving you all of that. Yes, we're in agreement. Take all of that, put it on the fourth shelf, right? We'll clear out some Stephen Kings and make some room. Um, we got. Why is this bad guy being bad? 
So we shit. now got for the first time <laughs> the the fucking drive. Look, when when a crime happens on your block and the cops show up, there's a couple things gonna ask, and the very first thing is, who are you and where were you last night at about eight o'clock? But yes. then when Charlie moves on from the situation, they're gonna say, well, who had motive to do this dirty shit? And clearly, Steppenwolf is doing some dirty shit. But never at any point prior did we discuss why. You know, Dude. you know, even even uh, across the galaxy, people aren't bad just to be bad. Yeah. They have a motivation. And now we got almost an endearing motivation because there were points where he when he was talking to the fucking to the to the you know to the uh, I mean being having motherfuckers where he was like mm, like he had little little cat eyes all looking up. I was like. I kind of feel bad for this horny son of a bitch right now. Dude, I I literally there's a moment <laughs> where he's talking to like his supervisor, his his evil doing supervisor, and his supervisor reminds him like, "Yo, you got a debt, bitch. You owe dog side 50,000 uh, you know, world." <laughs> and he's like, he's like, "And then right, Steppenwolf so is like, "You're not my supervisor." <laughs> <laughs> but he he literally he he like his his ball the name eludes me right now. Oh uh, um, yeah, me too. Any, I have it in my notes. Any but, uh, any an arc, whatever, some shit. Like yeah, that. I have it in my notes later. But the scene goes like, no, bitch, you do what you're supposed to do and shut your yeah. fucking mouth. He was like, did you forget you fucked up, bro? Yeah, and then before he like vanishes off the teleconference, he's like. Fucking hail dark side, am I right? Leaves, hangs up like, on Steppenwolf, and and Steppenwolf is still in a, meetings. in a beautifully acted moment from a fucking CGI alien. He's like for dark side, like he's <laughs> not bullshitting. He's like straight up feels bad. He's <laughs> like the younger brother who tried to fucking Here step on his older brother's uh, <sighs> toes and shit. Charlie just making every episode of U.S. Comics cast into a therapy, therapy session therapy. to save a couple of bucks. Unbelievable. Just... I will say this, though, uh, and, and I, I do acknowledge, and folks who are listening and watching and who will listen to this and watch this later, uh, we apologize because this you're, you are really, truly getting a glimpse into a typical post-watching, viewing, nerdy shit uh, 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 conversation between Charlie and I like this entire thing could happen. This could have been Thanksgiving, <laughs> like this could have been a uh, random Tuesday at 2 a.m. We've ruined many. This weddings. is th this goes down like we will bring notes to each other's places. Um, so this is just how, how we do it. But that being said, um, so while I, I thoroughly uh, enjoyed um, how he was portrayed. Like his, you know, and the way he like the armor pulled back, he's like, "Oh shit, I got a bow." Let me pull the armor back. Like oh. almost to me, that really resonated. Belly. Also, like with knights, and actually the way that um, the it's actually the reason why the military salutes. That's derivative of knights back in the day. They would raise their visors, so you're like, "Look, I respect you. Yeah, you, this is who you're fighting. This is me." In case you didn't recognize the armor, this is the guy that's going to fucking joust your ass off that horse or whatever the case might be. And that's where the military now gets the salute from. They're literally like, yo, I respect you. Uh, you know, game uh, recognizes game. Let's go kill some shit. But that being said, Steppenwolf 
peeling the armor back was like, yo, I, I don't have a defense against you. I'm 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 a supplicant. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and you know uh, expose my belly, like yeah. like you said. But that again, that all being put up on the shelf, you could have done anything with his visage, which they clearly did, and I liked the way that they went. Why the fuck was his color skin tone so close to the metal? Yeah. Like there were points where I and I've got a big TV change, in the living room. I was like. I'm like, what the fuck? Because in the comics, he's just basically like evil fucking Michael Knight. He's like, put a goatee on him. That's how you know he's a bad guy. Uh, and we'll throw some horns on just for the dum-dum sitting in the back. Yeah, we get it. He's a bad guy. Hi, I understand. I'm Steppenwolf. Like, shut up. <laughs> I'm one of the good guys. No, you're not. You've got a facial hair. You're a bad guy. So um, it did seem like a weird choice. I that, don't like, know. Like he you, was silver and gray. <laughs> you had gray. right. Your skin is gray and your fucking armor is silver. Like. Go go crazy, bro! Like, give me a full uh, what's the name? Goldar from fucking Power Rangers. Oh, like, now we're talking. Give me blue on gold. Give me Holy something. Holy shit! I, I do would the have Goldar cut. <laughs> I <laughs> would have, I would have thoroughly appreciated if there was more of a differential between his skin tone and his armor. Now that you might say, John, that's really nitpicking shit, but I had four fucking hours yeah. to think about it. Yes. So fuck you where you're sitting. It just bothered you the whole time. The whole uh, what, time. What'd you think about this take of Lois? Lois is fucking crushed. Now this movie, I wrote in my notes that I guess that this movie is like two months later. It, it can't be a year. It's, it's definitely not at least it's nine months or less. We'll get to that in a bit, yeah. but um, I felt like it must have been a month or two, long enough for Batman to find Aquaman, and uh, that's about it. Um, because this felt to me, and I know some people hate it because Lois Lane is a is a plucky reporter. This resonated really true with me because, oh sure, having lost family, having lost someone I I, I love dearly specifically kind of feeling robbed a little bit um when looking at this fictional character who like you're dating fucking jesus and he, he's dead now um the the trauma rang very true way to, to go me. mary magdalene she, she wasn't crying under her bed um this chick is this chick is depressed and uh charlie we got to talk about talk to your therapist nobody cries under the bed dude that's that's next level shit. I meant under um, sheets. Um, <laughs> I, before, before you roll with your yeah. opinion, again, for me, it really, it rang legitimately true. And for some reason, by casting Chris Reeves, uh, Jimmy Olsen as the cop, who's kind of like always there, because that's, that's the actor who played the policeman she gives the coffee cup to, is the actor who played Jimmy Olsen in the greatest Superman movie of all time. Um, for some reason, that even added more to it, and I I was heartbroken for Lois. Yeah, um, how I mean, do you feel? What 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 stuck stuck out to me is that like for that world, they didn't just lose Superman. They also lost Lois Lane, because what what you know I mean arguably I guess would have been the the single biggest story ever in that world they they now didn't have one of their you know one of their most renowned uh news people uh to talk about it and and that's the thing print print media not to go off on the side but i will 
Um, print media is very in, uh, interesting in that it's it's intimate, right? So like we watch the, we watch the news on TV, or we um, or we get our news from you know websites, which for good or for bad, it is what it is at this point. Um, but that is like even if you're do, watching those news reports on demand, you're like, it's like this show. You're like, oh, if I can't catch it when it goes live, I'll catch it, you know, on my ride home or like our, our buddy, Sean, he, he listens when he's headed it to, uh, into the city to work, uh, to go electrocute people. <laughs> um, but he does it. It's like on demand. So like, it's there. He knows that like, you know, a ton of people, God willing, have already listened to it before him and will listen to it after him. So he's just like swimming in a public pool, so to speak. Print media is not like that. And and this iteration keeps Lois and Clark both working for a newspaper in that print media, where print media is much more of a one-on-one -on -one conversation. It's the writer talking to the reader. And that's that. They're not reading from a fucking yeah. teleprompter. They're not, you know, delivering... Uh, they're not a talking head talking, you know, point for point against somebody else. They're saying, like, look, this is what happened. This is what I think it means. And when you know who that voice is, that's when you know who, like we talked about with critics. Yeah. I don't want to just see a random fucking critic's opinion and then make up my mind about what I'm going to see or not see. I want to know, like, okay, well, who was it? So if Charlie said, uh, I saw this movie, it stunk on ice. Then the circumstance like that, I'm like, well, I'm not even going to bother seeing it uh, because I, I trust Charlie. I'm not <laughs> going to see it. 2016. Nope, ah, not ah, going to see it. Not ah. going to watch it. But that being said, her grief, that was a long way around to my point. Her grief robbed those survivors of that incident of Lois Lane professionally. So they didn't have her, assumably, a calming voice like that one-on-one, -on -one, that that in the newspaper therapy session of how to process all this shit that has happened. So when that moment did come around where she's like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm still Lois Lane. I'm going to do what I got to do. Everything that happened prior sucks. It's, I wouldn't, I would never sign off on it, but it fucking happened. Let me go get one more coffee for, for poor little Jimmy uh, doing, doing guard duty. And then I'm going to step forward. And, you know, timing being what it is, this is a comic book. Flick. A little convenient. They're like, oh, you're ready to move on with your life? All of a sudden, now you got your uh, uh, your, your dead boy. I, I will you. say the only thing about that arc that, I, again, I find really disappointing is they use a Lois scene to introduce Martian Manhunter. Um, I'm not going to spoil something you brought up as a hypothetical. I will, uh, I will kick it to you. But it would have, for me, it would have worked a lot better if it was Clark's mom going like shit sucks we're the only two people on earth who are sharing a version of this experience the like you please live please don't collapse in on yourself yeah. is such a beautiful considering the relationship considering she's wearing a, an engagement ring that superman intended for her, it it could have resonated so much more coming from uh, a motherly figure um and I felt a little, a little. Here, here's jerked. the here's the only thing, and um, I I I I felt better about it immediately upon the reveal, which again was was heavy handed. Like you didn't need to give us, you know. It's like when they say well, like a person is like sexier like barely dressed than they are naked. Like that's how I felt. I'm like they just showed me fucking John John's naked. Like I'm like yo, dude, have a look. 
Like a little loincloth. A little or something. tease. Well, Didn't you described He-Man the teaches fix. nothing. You you described the perfect fix. Do you remember? I do. Of course, I do. Let the people know. Uh well, no, I I do want to leave that to the to the final reveal. Okay. But what I was gonna say was this: um, to have that moment of like, look, you, you, uh, Lois, you, you, the world needs you. Also, you got to get out there, which was clearly the message. Um, and also like, ah, shit, it's been bad by me. I lost the farm and this and the other thing. So Lois is in this place where she's like all, um, you know, she's in mourning and she's not herself, obviously. And she's going through her stuff. So now, and, and she was engaged, presumably like at least in her heart and intentionally to Kal-El. Um, and, and that's where she's at. But now you expect his mother to be like, it's time to move on. Like touche. Fucking Lois would have moved on faster than Martha. So, so I, I was having that. Honestly, I had that thought. I'm like, I'm like, this is this is kind of odd. This is like your ex's, you know, uh, parents like giving you a fucking pep talk to get out there back on the horse. You're like, this, this is some weird shit. Like, this isn't right. So when we did get the, you know, the red eyes and and the transformation, I was I was happy for that. I really was. Good. I will say this. The weird thing about doing this show is the chat because the chat accidentally just made me real angry uh, because Good for a, you chat. It's a dumb enough idea that I could imagine Zack Snyder doing it. Um, if he thought of it, which is like, what if Martian Manhunter Hunter has always been Lois Lane, which like it breaks my brain. Like you mean literally she was banging Papa Kent or like she had a heart attack. Oh, Martha, too? Like, Martha Kent. I would hate that so much, but I could, that would be a deal breaker. Listen, man, you don't know how they do shit on, on Mars. Like sometimes, you know, <laughs> Touché. any I port mean, in a storm, you do what you got to do. Pot Kent's a handsome motherfucker in all iterations. Sure. Uh, we, we get, we get back to, um, the mother box calls Steppenwolf. Yeah. We see the uh, Amazonians being just fucking awesome. One thing I like that was very subtle is they show you when the portal comes, there's like a giant bright light and the rest of like the non-warrior Amazons are the ones that are off duty that day all see it. And they literally are like fucking get your swords. Cause by the time the fight's over, I feel like Steppenwolf was like, I'm gonna kill all you bitches. And then like, 300 more come riding it. Holy shit. I literally would have watched four films of them just fucking fighting Steppenwolf. They toss around that well, mother box, lasso you, it, arrow. It's oh, fucking that, awesome. That sequence was dynamite. Now, if I'm not mistaken, because again, I didn't subject myself to the 2017 version again recently. Like, was all of that the first time you saw that shit? To, like to, to me, to my, I was like to to my recollection. I'm like, this is I've never seen any of this. There was some of it, but it was really like cut down. It was bare okay. essentials. It was like, get the cube out of this room, destroy the room. Oh shit, people are dying. Let's get on the horse. We pass one time. We try to lasso. Steppenwolf got it. Steppenwolf's gone. That's how it was in the yeah. In the terrible. That was that was bad, Joss. I'm I'm even more angry at you. But you you reminded me of a different point that I wanted to make. Was the what I know for a fact was dramatically uh, lengthier than what we originally got. Was the fucking the original the throwback battle, man? So like the Atlantans when they were on land, and the humans and the fucking Amazons, but also the gods. 
Yeah, holy so, shit. Now well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. The old gods? Fuck yeah. Well, the old gods again, inferring that there's new gods being the Justice League, I guess. But that being said, we talk about this all the time. And we talk about this more so in the in the Marvel Cinematic Universe because as the Marvel Cinematic Universe grew and also in the circumstance like we have with U.S. comics where like you have X amount of characters that are known, you're always going to get to a place of uh, in the conversation where you're like, well, where the fuck are the old gods? So if you're talking about gods, you're not talking about people who retire at fucking 65 and retire down to Boca. So like, and and I, I while I appreciated the badassery of Ares because that really lent more weight to Wonder Woman's final he battle, his mustache and everything. He, he did. It was a little bit healthier, right? Um, but it lent it lent more weight to Wonder Woman's final battle because like, oh, this motherfucker is badass. Now, granted, we got robbed. If if you could say anything bad about Wonder Woman's first standalone feature. It was that 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 final boss battle left a little something to be desired. Yeah. But having seen this, you even feel it more. You're like, yo, this motherfucker almost single-handedly took out this fucking Darcy guy. Like, that's a big deal that she fought him straight up. Dude, let's go back to just briefly talking about Zack Snyder's Johnson. This motherfucker was like, this is the big bad for the next film. And he is going to take a whooping. And given the movie does a great job of being like, this is, he wasn't the ruler when he lost this fight. And it was like 500,000 planets ago. Like this was his rookie season and it took gods I to guess, do it. And dude, the whole, I, I didn't mind it at all. I thought it was See, awesome. That, that was one in my negatives column because like the whole concept of like, oh yeah. So here, uh, and obviously we all know I speak in analogies uh to excess so i apologize again for the millionth time um but my apologies are like no i'm just kidding um so him fucking losing the planet that he suffered his only real <laughs> defeat and lost his most important shit he's like where the fuck was that again <laughs> now i challenge you i challenge anyone watching or listening think about the best burger you've ever had in your life you're gonna fucking forget where that burger was. I have you a theory. You could get there with your fucking, in the middle of the night, driving with your car lights off. You can get there. How the fuck did he lose but Earth? But it's not the best meal ever. It's the worst meal ever. Yeah. And I do so not even, remember that Even Wendy's worse. Is. But you know what, though? If you lost your wallet there, you're like, yo, I, I got to go. I was taking a crap, and I was on my phone, and I was talking shit with John about this fucking terrible movie I saw. I must have dropped my wallet there. Like that's crazy. Him, that doesn't make for, any sense. Yeah, that was that is in my negatives. Dumb, I don't dumb. mind him losing the fight. I do mind him losing directions. Uh, uh, it's, I I don't. I I hate that he lost ways. That it's he lost ways. exactly. Um, and I hated that. Now we're in a situation where, and obviously this is never going to be uh, answered. It's it's going to be one of those questions that go on forever. Where the fuck were the old gods? So we know yeah, yeah, yeah. Ares was still around by the time we got Wonder Woman World yeah. War One, but where the fuck was Zeus? Like he I must have been at the gym working on his nineteen pack. Hadouken. Yeah, he that pulled shit a full was awesome. Hadouken. So I, I would be interested in examining like a concept of like well what we thought to be and obviously Marvel doesn't in Thor and and they have a Hercules over in Marvel Town. 
Um, but like DC was was treading very dangerously in the uh, along the uh, um, tiptoeing in the sand of like, well, what who we thought of as gods? They were just like super powered people back then. So, but that being said, where the fuck are they? And well, if they're I not around in order to contribute to the fight this time, you do have to say, well, this is what happens. So like, yeah. you had four fucking hours. You couldn't work in. Like, you didn't have to show it to me. Tell it to me. Fine. So I could stop thinking about it. We got a, just to give a reminder for those of you listening to the podcast version of this, we do come to you uh, every Wednesday over on yeah, our social media, uh, YouTube, uh, Twitch, Facebook, all of it is at US Comics HQ, uh, where even when we don't comment on it, uh, our comment section has some fantastic theories. This is a great opportunity if you are listening to this after the fact, drop your theories on what the hell happened to the, the old gods. Let us know what you think uh, happened with Darkseid. We have some theories in the They're chat. Like, didn't they start a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's what it is uh it's u.s gods cast uh <laughs> the question of whether or not he got his mojo back i think is my favorite uh my favorite theory uh let's jump back into it uh, when was the last time we had in a film a super villain having an evil base i loved it they go to the most toxic place on the planet and he's like, like yeah, build me a dome this is going to be a good place for the finale where no people will risk dying. Yeah, they're like, look, we we got the fucking <laughs> hashtag. On that. We got the emails. Look, nobody's going to be in any danger. Um, yeah, and also the fact of like, see, you know, even out of the worst situation, sometimes good can happen because in building his fucking shitty dome, which lasted for like two seconds, <laughs> Batman just fucking enjoyed. He's like, well, my insurance is going to go way through the roof. But that fuck was it. some Cobra shit. Like, dude, what are like, you doing? This will never go. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he's through it. Yeah. He's blown it up. Oh, he's inside. Oh, he's parked in my spot. Oh, fuck that guy. Okay, cool, cool. Um, Yeah, no, I agree. But in building the fucking shit dome, um, he he took all the toxicity out of awesome. the fucking air. So like, I can imagine that like a nice little like they're very quickly. There's going to be, uh, you know, like uh, organic coffee shops there and like people <laughs> walking little teacup uh, pets and, and whatnot. I, I got one for you, Charlie. Yes, real please. quick. So, yeah, you got to cut me that, off. I'm, I'm having too good of a time. One of the things that bothered me right quick was so you have uh, <laughs> you've got a society where your whole shit slipped into the ocean. You got to adapt. All of a sudden now you can breathe on the water. Cool, 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 cool. Why? So you're telling me that after all that millennia, that you still have to create a fucking air bubble around you so you can talk to each no, other? Did you not catch it? I didn't catch it. No, dude, they do dolphin. Uh, it's like dolphin talk to each other. Well, not when fucking uh, Momoa was was down there. She created no, no, yeah, the air she, bubble. She for did him. the air bubble for the half breed. But when she's talking to her soul, when she first floats up to her soldiers, she's like, ah, 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 and the oh, soldiers I didn't like, catch yeah. that. bro. When I tell you that, as much as I liked it, the moment I heard it, I was like, all right, Dope. then I'll I'll take that one back. I'll on hold each, on a second. On each, like I've rewatched it now, um, a couple times, um, dude, it literally like warms my heart that Zack Snyder was like, all right, we got fuckers underwater. They're going to do an Aquaman. We can't just always do this fucking air bubble thing. That's dumb. It's so ah, dumb. Ah, ah, but I, I, holy shit though. Uh, uh, the chat accidentally reminded me of it right now. Arthur can't talk to dolphins, but Atlanteans in essence, legit talk dolphin. 
Uh-huh. They're like literally talking like fish. So I bet they could just like chat up a fucking starfish. Oh, Not oh, like telepathy. He, they're literally like, Whoa! and the starfish is like, Whoa! <laughs> like, fuck yeah, man. I loved it. Can you, can you do that one for me again one more time? <laughs> Which with the reaction of, Whoa! yeah. yeah. <laughs> Starfish All right, so style. you know I give credit where credit's due, so I'll I'll check that one off. Now that being said, I'm glad that they addressed it because the bubbles would have driven me crazy. Uh, I don't like that. Like, oh, he they can talk dolphin. I would have done it. If, hey, you know we have a, a policy here at the at Johntown where like it's not enough to be like, nope, I hated that. It has to be no, I hated that. What would I have done yeah. differently? And actually, I can completely appreciate uh, telepathy. Like, I think that's something that's very neat. It falls very easily and well within the Aquaman kind of like uh, power. Cool. Well, here's the thing. If you want to make, if you're talking about like making a flick and you have like people who can uh, communicate tel- telepathically, like that would be like talking to, and which actually I see sometimes out in the streets, uh, people walking around just talking on their speakerphones. Yeah. Like talking on their speakerphones, but like there's 20 people all having conversations. So you're hearing like fucking 40 voices. That would be nuts. Can you imagine it? It's bad enough you live in Atlantis and you got gills on your asshole. Now all you also have like every conversation you have is public knowledge. No. Well, the way I would have dealt with it was, oh, so Charlie, I'm going to swim up to Charlie and I got to tell him something real quick. But obviously we're in the middle of the fucking ocean. I want to communicate with him telepathically. They have to physically touch, touch each other. Clever. So like we pull one of those like forearm shakes and now I can fucking talk to you and not for anything, but in this day and age of mass communication, doesn't that warm the cockles of your heart? It, like it really does. They really have a connection when they talk, but that, that's just like, the, the they John verse. They touch a whale and it like, it's a loudspeaker. So if they do have announcements, they just have different fishes. Um, well, the dolphin's like, woohoo, that's not my blowhole. I really dug it. Um, and chat, feel free to talk about any part. We're probably going to get to it. There's some stuff coming in the chat that's that I have kind of earmarked for later. Um, two things that they did really wonderful. Again, more Bruce and Alfred. Fantastic. But what's really great is this is one of the times in the flick they took a beat for Bruce, even jokingly at one point, says he works for Alfred. Um this was a moment, though, where Bruce put his black boot down. Alfred is talking to him, and he's like, you know, maybe there's like, there, there may not be anything going on. Like you're driving yourself nuts. What? And he literally is like, I made a promise of that man's grave. The reason I liked that so much wasn't so much the Alfred outburst. The last graveside promise Bruce made was to his parents and that mm. made him Batman. Sure. So we're seeing a new chapter at 20 years in, Batman is turning a page. Like, oh, what and, fucking flying rodent is he going to dress like now? Yeah, Jesus and, Christ. And the weird thing about this film I really liked, because normally they kind of always front load Batman. Like the chat said, Batman sells tickets. It puts butts in seats. Mm-hmm. The Justice League movie that came out before this very much like made Batman kind of suck. He's like sucking gas. He's getting his ass kicked. He has like one of those terrible, like I'm getting too old for those lines and that's mm-hmm. not batman either and i tend to be very aggressive about my feelings on batman I think well by the time that batman cool. but by the time that that was batman he like fucking tried to kill superman like that's yeah. armored batman because he's yeah old as fucking you know old as fuck now um yeah no i i can definitely uh i can definitely agree with that i will say this i'm actually a little bit ashamed of us uh, of both which is rare because i mean i'm often ashamed of you charlie but almost never am i ashamed of myself Fair. 
like it's I'm a like fair assessment. John, what like I'm a, I'm a big fan. What's going on? Um, I don't know how it took us this long to talk about the single greatest redemption that any character got in this fucking flick, and that's Cyborg. Holy shit! This 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 is a cyborg movie. This was the middle two hours or a cyborg movie. A standalone cyborg movie. And if I was gonna say, if you really wanted to like separate it onto uh, that two hour window, you could have made a two hour Justice League movie and had a cyborg's own fucking flick. Now I I completely get Whole why he right? was steamed. He's like, my I have five fucking minutes of FaceTime in this movie, Joss Whedon. You piece of shit. What the fuck? Now, obviously, there's a lot going on there, and all, all of the story is still not out, so I, I don't want to touch uh, that with a cybernetic pole. Can I touch one aspect of it? That's your business, bro. I am not taking those Do, fucking emails. So of all the edits that this film had, and it had a lot, and there was some stuff that Whedon added, like a Russian family, that ruined the pace of the original cut of this film. Of the characters cut, there was two black characters fully cut, one black character all but entirely cut an asian character cut so like, you're saying so again see you're insisting it, on having this conversation so you're saying joss whedon cut them cut those characters for racial racial no, reasons I, I would never say that because like you said i then have what, no idea so, what so then what's the point is, then what i'm saying is like i get why some people might be coming up with that conclusion well but again that that wasn't specific what he's talking about and we we can have a dedicated conversation <laughs> about that because it's a totally different animal yeah, i'm being yeah. totally serious totally. um i just think that you know the way that they fucking did it was just it was just bad they tried to make a marvel movie out of DC parts. Yeah. And also this like movie these, never been these parts have been established already. So you couldn't start from scratch necessarily, even if uh, we didn't have a four hour cut uh, yeah. at his disposal. But I will say this, the, this version of cyborg, I just get a cyborg now. Like I totally understand where this character was coming from, why he carried himself the way that he did, why he made the decisions he ultimately made. That all made sense. Now, I'm going to say this. Cyborg is a newer character in mm -hmm. terms of the pantheon of the superheroes that we've gotten uh, otherwise. Like, of the superheroes in the Justice <laughs> yeah, League, he's, he's the new. more... And he's, he's no fucking whippersnapper by any stretch of the imagination, but he's young compared to fucking Superman and Batman and Wonder Woman Flash and even Aquaman. So, that being said... I think that allowed for you to have more, more, uh, more playroom where you can say like, look, this is who he is, and this is why he is, and these are decisions that are going to be that are going to lead to the ultimate finale where he can do all these things. And um, but that being said, there were some things that I didn't necessarily really love. I still don't like, and I know that they amended it greatly, but in the way that fucking Steppenwolf, I'm like, yep tremendous a plus improvement this was an improvement he but i still didn't great. love it he didn't look great and, the, and the, yeah it just wasn't great he has a really and cyborg is one of those characters he has a million looks for a million occasions but i've always equated cyborg to iron man like there are certain staples that make iron man mm -hmm. iron man yeah yeah certain and things don't the, change i feel the same way about cyborg and they chose like none of the established stuff, like they, he didn't even have his like red circle on his chest. They made no, it, no, it was like he's like glowing from like, the, yeah, you can see it through a zipper. I'm like, I, I guess, yeah, dude, like it's, 
you're you're clearly trying, i really but... feel like if nothing else what they desperately needed because i could have forgiven the body um i could no see I, that 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 bothered me big time mainly because as like, much as the weird face like they sometimes his mouth is cg and just mm-hmm. like you can make that prop like sure. i've seen well, cosplayers look at, look with... at kano and fucking the new mortal Kombat. like that looks dope the this fucking you know this version of, of uh the god looks more like fucking the 90s Mortal Kombat came out with like the eyes don't really match up all yeah, the time. Yeah, it's like and... ones up here. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did think though, from soup to nuts, he had the largest arc. Yeah. And this is a character that I also I didn't really know his backstory that well. This motherfucker was like a perfect human, and then tragedy like robbed him of everything. Oh. Like I, that exploded my heart. See, he was see what an athlete. What a genius. struck to me though was like, and we we actually made this reference before. Like, they basically turned him into the fucking like like how. They turned him into the fucking Shia LaBeouf's fucking uh, uh you know computer bad guy. He uh don't listen, don't he didn't say it, he didn't say it, baby. Um, so I, I can appreciate like ha- him having uh you know the capacity to communicate with uh systems and what have you, but like basically his pops was like, You're the you're the everybody can't be the best at everything all the time. Yeah, because ultimately, then then you're like, well, where 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 are we left to go? So I can completely appreciate. Yeah, he saw what was going on. He can monitor security feeds. All that stuff is great. But like, you can also manipulate every fucking stock market in the entire world. Like, there were certain things where like, let's take our foot off the gas a little bit. Even if you want to ultimately end up there, yeah. Basically, he fucking made him like a a, you know Mary Jane. I, I yeah Mary the only Sue, thing though, the only the only Some Mary. Mary Jane um this ganja that's that's <laughs> racist um, whatever bro what I'll I was talking about was, me after this after I watched I, it what I thought was cool about it was ultimately his dad's speech when he fixes the tape recorder at the end mm. what I liked about it was very Spider Man it was very like Sam Raimi Spider Man be like you can do whatever what will you do though like what are you and the scene where he fixes this one random woman's finances a bit not forever he didn't give her he didn't give her two billion dollars gave her a hundred thousand dollars which is life-saving for most people when you got Um, evicted and fucking you don't know where you're gonna eat but what was amazing is that scene is beautiful it's very the crowish too because he watches her get the money his physical form he watched her at the atm and then he felt good for a fucking second yeah and he turns and the people walking in the street see this fucking monster sure and it was sold in that moment better than a million yeah. miniseries. Again, you get, you're like, I get it, bro. Like, I, I get it now. I understand completely your motivations. And I totally understand, like, why you're coming off like a dick. But here's the thing. And this goes to the Snyder of it all. All his characters are kind of dicks. It's the dick league. Yes, it's unbelievable. It kind of the dick league. They're all fucking assholes. And I get it. They all have their motivations and blah, blah, blah. But you know what, though? They could have fucking used a trip to shawarma after yeah, this fucking I, adventure I, I because, like, like, it was just too It was just too much. What it was for me, like, and, and I'm not putting them on the same level, far from it, but um, Snyder, for whatever reason, and when you look at, like, his movies, especially the ones where he had a hand in, the, the composition of uh in addition to directing he's a fucking downer yeah he's a fucking downer like shakespeare's tragedies all had that same thing running through them. like look this is what's gonna happen 
And, you know, you're, it's, it's going to be interesting to you and going to be entertaining in parts. But at the end of the day, though there is a resolution, it still ain't going to be that great for you. Yeah. You know, well, so that that's where I was left off with this movie. Ultimately, after four hours, I sat there thinking, and this is kind of like my like one of my summation points was, okay, we watched what happened and, and the, the heroes won the day. But now we have two end credit scenes where you're like, oh, whew, that was a close one. But wait, yeah, there's more, and, and, and what's coming more is not shawarma. It's gonna fuck up your day. Well, as bad as this all was, the worst shit is still yeah. coming. I'm like, god damn, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that, and again, I, I hate to be boring and agree with you. That well, that is a money. thought that I, I'm gonna elaborate on. Uh, I feel like it's boring because I keep saying in just a bit, but um, there's some foundation I want to build for first. But piggybacking off, uh, piggybacking rather off of what you were saying. That I had a very different feeling once those parts came together of like everyone's kind of a dick, everyone's so miserable because it really felt to me like everyone's fucking lonely. I started doing the math and like mm -hmm. moms and dads are, are fucking scarce. Bruce's parents are gone. Aquaman's parents are gone. By the end of the film, Cyborg's parents are gone. Flash's mom is dead. His dad is locked up. Might as well be gone. Clark has lost. The actor's gone. I have to replace him. Clark has lost three out of four parents. Clark this, lost a planet. For me, for me, the Justice League compared to the Avengers, the Avengers are a team. For me personally, I think when the Justice League stories are told best, they're a family. Right. That's I, that. I, that's where it should have ended up. And, and but ultimately, and like the only like that's uh, the fucking feel that's good the and fucking moment is like, oh, so okay, so so Clark and Lois got together now, and and you know, and uh, fucking Bruce owns a new bank, so Martha got her house back. Yeah. Okay, like that was like the only like feel good yeah. moment that we were really left with. But I got news for you, and I hate to put it in these Doesn't terms. Last. No, it's not that. It just wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. It wasn't I, enough. Like you should have had. Like the, like you said, you know, okay, well, here's a group of characters, regardless of what they can do, regardless of what they collectively did to, you know, for the betterment of the world around them. But what does that mean? That means, and, and they, they tease it. Like they just give you a little bit of it. Yeah. Now, granted, when you're talking about any piece of art and you know how I feel about like movies and comic books and, and, uh, you know, paintings and, and, uh, novels. I mean, art is art is art, but it's a reflection of the artist. And 100%. if Snyder is the artist here, you look at the fucking woe, the, the, the sadness, the misery. I can understand how Zack Snyder, in editing this movie now, and even when he was filming uh, the principal photography before, you know, as things were kind of like uh, falling down around his ears, I can understand like that. That is a reflection of like kind of a sad fucking dude. Yeah. So, so he maybe even knowing like, well, he's a professional. I'm not. Maybe he knew. He's like, look, I got to give these people sitting in the seats, whether it was two hours, three hours, four hours, whatever. I got to give them a little something. It's so like, but he can maybe only allow himself to just, uh, just a tiny yeah. little bit, like a cat, fucking like, all right, you can pet me a tiny bit, and I got the fuck. Yeah, no, no. It no. Did, Take it the clothes. It did feel like he loves the like, but the other shoe is always about to mm. drop. Yeah. Um, what's funny is it's, like it's, misery. It sucks, but it's like. It's still a little warm and yeah. it's familiar. So if you're going to slide into it, at least you're like, well, I, I know what this is. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And, and 
you know, again, all of this being accompanied by, a, in my opinion, a vastly improved uh, score. The the Junkie XL really does make okay. you feel scene to scene what you're supposed to, and a lot of it's dour, but beautifully dour. I actually thought, again, I don't wanna, I don't wanna kick something when it's down, <laughs> but the original cut of Justice League for me, a big flaw was they tried to like remember Danny Elfman's Batman theme. Remember the Superman theme? Be like, well, these aren't these guys. Like, you can have triumphant in the Snyderverse. The triumph should feel Snydery, and and yeah. Junkie XL clearly has a, his finger on on Zach's pulse. Um, you know, again, for me, everything was handled in an epic way, which I really, really appreciated. It is ultimately what hurts it when it's bad, uh, because the bad stuff, which mostly for me comes in the last two chapters, is like really bad. Mm -hmm. But um, again, you know, for me, I'm just going through my notes because because obviously we're going through pretty, pretty, uh, pretty well, considering it's a four hour movie. Um, yeah, there's almost a four, a four hour podcast. Hey, man, Let me, I'm going to jump cool in real quick. Yes, I, I know that I, I can tell whenever Charlie's scanning his notes, because for me, uh, that's what Charlie does as a filler. Um, one of the things that uh, stuck out was you can't show what comes after the, the equal sign unless you show the parts that make up the equation first. So one of the big things, uh, one of the big uh, moments that we got now in this version that we didn't get prior was we didn't do it. Guys, we fucking, we went, we came all this way and we did not accomplish it. Uh, the mission failed. Ultimately, we're all fucked. The nightmare is going to come true. Uh, and Flash had like the, you know what? I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to run faster than the speed of light. And that's going to reverse time. Say what now? Hold on a second. Let me fucking. They me said up that the up too, though. He said that when he goes like. Yeah, he, lighter, said, he said funny things light, happen. Funny but, things happen. But ultimately, again, Charlie, like, and we're talking about four oh, color funny books. I. So. I'm with you. That, in four so hours, the you conversation explained it. But here, here's the thing too. Like, even now, we throw back to, uh, inarguably, one of the greatest superhero movies ever made, and always will be my personal favorite Superman. That if Superman f reverses, fucking reverses the spin of the Earth, that we're gonna go backwards in time. This is that. Yeah, this is that like this is people are going to go back and, and this is not something that this movie won't disappear like people were going to be talking about this, you know, for the next 13 iterations of the DC characters that we get like people will say like going faster than the speed of light does not reverse time like it, it like fucking, yeah. you know, Einstein's rolling in his fucking grave like, oh, yeah, did they not read my work like all fucking crazy hair. Like that's all that's left right now. Like that was nonsensical to me. It was, it was, it was goofy comic book. But for me, at best, in the moment, best. in the moment, the I, and this is such a shit excuse because mm. I'm acknowledging not good. With that being said, mm. the visual of time behind him. But that's the thing. That's coming that's back. The rub. It's beautiful. That's the rub. Snyder, for all his faults is a, a visual storyteller yes so he clearly has these 
moments in his mind. And you see it throughout his work. You saw it in Watchmen. You certainly saw it in 300. You saw maybe even the best example of it is fucking Sucker Punch. Yeah. Because Sucker Punch is a Looks stupid, great. so fucking bad, stupid, stupid movie that I will watch any fucking time that it's on. And I might watch after this because Samurai about Sword it. versus Robot. Oh, it, I mean, Charlie, it just, it, it was just, it's just like absurdist, but visually, some of the fucking visuals are outstanding. And I'll put it, I'll put this out there right now. When inevitably we get licensed and we're making a U.S. comics, uh, either movie or series, fucking Snyder will be one of the very first calls that I make because I love his visuals. But I do think that he's the type of creator that you have to say, like, here are the parameters. Here are the parameters. Yeah. And just to go a little bit sideways, because I know we do want to wrap this up. Um, I want to talk forever. Well, I, I know you do, but you know, people got places to go. Um, but that being said, where where Marvel has had really since inception, the Marvel Extended Universe, a uh, cinematic universe, they've had a steadying hand on the reins, and that has kept for the most part, and there's always a couple of exceptions, but for the most part, they have really kept the 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 momentum moving forward together. And that's that's the best way to get any place together as a unified fucking uh, machine. Whereas with DC, they've been hither and yon and, and uh, all the other uh, exploders that you can think of. Now, Jim Lee is going to be that, that, yes. that big person. So, so Jim Lee, now again, we all know Jim Lee as maybe one of the greatest comic book artists in the history of the genre. Uh, I'll be a little Joe honest. Rye. He's... <laughs> he's he's made some decisions where I was like, well, I I I wouldn't have done that, and he was very instrumental in the new Fifty Two, which I'm on record as not liking much at all. I mean, but he's very proud of the character designs, and I hate those costumes. I I, I more did, than I've hated anything. I really didn't like them. But that that all being said, he does know the characters. Yeah. So ultimately, if I go to go see a, a Wonder Woman movie. Or a Superman movie, or a, a Nightwing movie, or whatever, like you know, fill in the blank. Um, I'm far more okay with like hey, his cape's too long, yeah, or his boots are too short. I'm far more okay with that. I'm like, why does he have red trim around his sleeves? I I can live with that far more than I can Superman breaking Zod's neck. Yeah. Never mind just, the fact that some like stuff that's just so wrong. Well, Snyder, I, I, it's a deal breaker. Snyder is one of those creators, and and we saw it probably the first time it struck, uh, it occurred to me was the Keaton Batman. I'm like you fucking just killed Joker. Like he's always fighting Joker. What are you doing? Apologetically killed so the shit out of him. Snyder kills motherfuckers right and left. Not only that, he has his heroes doing the killing. Yeah. Wonder Woman is a mass yeah. murdering machine in this flick. Then she's like, it's a little girl. You could be anything you want to be. I can be a mass murderer and get away with it. Cool, 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 cool. Great <laughs> high heel boots you got there, Amazonian fucking Again, warrior. The fucked up part, though, is anytime I had problems with scenes, they're beautiful scenes. They're, they're and exciting they scenes. Look, and they, they look feel good. good. You know, it's funny. It's I like, wouldn't agree that they feel good because I, I don't think that they do. I, I personally, a lot of those scenes, even the ones that um, mentally I know were wrong, emotionally well, was just like, what, fuck yeah. You just made the you just made the, the perfect distinction. Thank and you. This will be my wrap up, and then I'm happy to talk about whatever else you want to talk about. Sure. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, is that Snyder 
again, will make decisions that I personally would not have made. Ultimately, though, he's the creator and I'm the audience. I'm yeah. the consumer. So I'm going to sit there and I'm going to ingest what he doles out. And even the, the circumstances where I disagree with them or like I would not have done it that way or I patently hate them, in the moment, they're still satisfying. Yeah. They're still satisfying. Even in a situation where Superman kills Zod for that split second where you see it and you're like, oh, that just happened. You're like, okay, well, that's a resolution. Right, he didn't leave it fucking open ended. He didn't leave you walking back to your to your car in the parking lot, scratching your head. You're like, no, that was a thing. But in a circumstance where like you're creating a universe, he fucking kills Zod. He obviously he kills Superman, and they only brought him back because they needed him. Not because we didn't miss you anything. We just really needed you. Um, he fucking kills Steppenwolf. Like he's a killing fucking machine. Yeah, man. he is a killer. Uh, is. So so. Uh, I don't think in, in, in this world that we're living in now that that necessarily needs to be the comic book voices that we really, that we should be lining up for. So yeah, I, I, ultimately, again, that's, I don't, that's my feeling. I don't disagree with it. I, I just want to go through, again, as long as you have the time, I just want to relatively briefly go through a couple things just that I took extensive notes on, but I just will break them down. Um Man, I love this version of Flash totally works for me. I love the idea that his brain is working too fast. So he's kind of neurotic and awkward. I thought the stuff with him and Bruce was so good. But when, when Batman recruits Flash, there's one beautiful moment where they drive away. It's the it's the scene where Flash asks Batman what his powers are. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, he's like, I'm rich, sucker. Right. Which actually in the context of this That's movie, a carryover. It, it it's a carry it's also it's it also works better because the setup is way more flash won't shut the fuck up when he was packing his bags <laughs> so like bruce has this face of like i don't want to talk anymore uh which i thought was great but as they drive away there's a beautiful uh the camera hangs on the billboard for as uh afsp.org yeah um, yeah yeah that was a big deal it was it was a beautiful it was a beautiful thing um in the chat, they brought it up, so I think it's worth it's worth mentioning. Alfred mansplaining the Tito Wonder Woman for me was wonderful. Mm. Uh, someone referred He's to lucky. it as like as He's British lucky she did not fucking take his head off right there. But I, just really quick, because I don't want it to be to be unsaid. Yeah. Because uh, we kind of like flirted with it a little bit, but um, the the billboard that Charlie is mentioning was specifically uh, a suicide prevention. Uh, organization that you know really does great things and the fact that they worked that in uh yeah it was just uh, just a, it was beautiful it was beautiful yeah. and w when we do wrap it up I'll, I'll talk about my ultimate yeah. favorite part of the movie yes. but I'll, I'll leave that to the end and 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 selfishly having having fought a lot of those terrible lonely feelings being reminded that you're not alone even in a tentpole blockbuster even sure. in a four-hour epic mm-hmm you can't ask for a more beautiful message uh jim gordon so great to see him uh i love all of the fights i absolutely dig it um i love that everyone uh the the that you know uh aquaman's people all are from england uh except for him yeah really why the does... fuck did they all of a sudden have was, accents i thought it was cool because again this precedes the aquaman film so in the if snyder had his way they would have had to deal with that yeah, but movie? the performances were still the performances. So, like, James Wan was like, you know what? No, nah, we're not going to well, do that. Well, no, it's, that it's, it's changed in um, 
the cut of Justice League. They brightened her hair. Mera, mm-hmm. they gave her brighter hair and they were like, lose the accent. So it was because of Justice League that informed no oh, accents. And, and also um, Willem, Willem Dafoe didn't Willem appear at all. And, I, you know, I'll be honest. Like, that's one of those circumstances where, like, some cuts are decent cuts because he was just a whiny, annoying nanny Agreed, bitch. But at least they I'm explained like, where the you're... fucking trident came from. Yeah, but also, like, you're Willem Dafoe. Yeah. Like, you Dafoe. should be. You should creep out the entire ocean when you fucking roll up and start making some bubbles. That's, that's my cast. And he was like, Joker. just, 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 just take it. Just take it. Tie to you. Um, like, I, I didn't mind that cut. As, a, as disappointing as he may have been, when Mira is fighting Steppenwolf and literally like water bends the blood out of him. I was like, yes, that fucking ruled. Yeah, they gave her um, a nice, uh, a cool action sequence. Uh, again, I think a lot of the characters are are mistreated in as much as Zack doesn't understand them the way I do. For this universe, every character is a total fucking badass. Aquaman, Flash, Cyborg, so improved upon what I saw back in 2017. Sure. Uh, Cyborg CGI gets real bad sometimes. It was very, very uh, annoying. Lots of musical, like a lot of people are like, this movie's filled with uh, with music videos. There wasn't one I disliked though. Like there, again, I'll go back to what I said at the beginning of this. That's masturbatory Snyder, as fuck. That's what Snyder does. It was, it was, it, it, this could have been like a, a super cut of Snyder's work. Uh, you know, when he, when he takes his inevitable, comic book uh you know lifetime achievement award um yeah that's the, the it was it was it was literally snyderverse on the screen yeah and and to that degree i think it was a wonderful triumph because this is one dude's vision and i'm gonna bring back something i said it all like i what, well so, let me well, let me explain yeah, this clarifying. when i see a quentin tarantino movie i want a quentin tarantino movie this movie being called Zack snyder's justice league means it's just that it's better than calling it elseworlds tales presents justice league because i know this is the product that they're selling is zack snyder's uh justice league the same way that parts of the marvel cinematic universe are informed by creators taika watiti is a genius and his thor movie uh thor movies it's about to be don't exist without Guardians of the Galaxy. Like without those visual cues that he borrowed from to to be in space. But the Thor movies are very different fucking movies. So so by having it be Zack Snyder's and not DC com DC Comics, I know you hate that. Uh DC's Justice League, I would expect the pages to come to life. Um, but in this regard, I'm getting Zack Snyder's take on those Yeah, pages. but, but I, I think that's a little bit of a, of a given, especially because we've already gotten... The, the, the only analogy that, that comes to mind, and it's... Look, I, I know the situation, and I know, um, uh, I, I know the specific circumstances, but the Donner cut of Superman 2 is far superior than the original mm-hmm. theatrical Superman 2. Um, just, just better, but it's also a good movie. True. Right. So so the conversation that that we started with, uh, was, well, is this better? Yep. It's definitely better. 
but you would have been kind of hard pressed to not make it better. And also, yeah, like, just with the runtime, look, Joss Whedon is not off the fucking, you know, you know, he he's he's not out of the the, the firing line, like, and obviously <laughs> with other people as well. Um, but for for me also because, look, he he got brought in and he was asked to make. He was asked to make a meal out of somebody else's ingredients. And then he came in with his own stuff. And I certainly didn't agree with almost any of his new shit. Everything from the fucking CGI mustache to like gratuitous fucking Wonder Woman ass shots. Yeah, just to like all kind of like weedonisms that I'm like dumb fucking jokes. I'm like, dude, that's, you know, read the room, read the room. So obviously, and, and, and um, the, the group would agree the 2017 movie was a bad bad movie yeah whereas Snyder's uh four hour cut it's a better movie but I I can't in all good conscience sit here and say oh it's good it wasn't good yeah it I don't good. think I could say it's good I can very comfortably say I loved it I loved it but I, I don't love. think it's good I didn't love it and that is a very weird it made me feel good watching it How? I'll return to I don't know, man. I, no. I I think it's just the sum of its parts. What I is it that is it the situation that made you feel good? Or I, th like, I think just it the can fact have that been it's the like, fucking story is a downer. The whole thing is a a gray yeah downer. It's the the good moments are so good. It has scenes that I'll watch on YouTube forever, which isn't the sign of a good movie because I don't think it was good. Ultimately, if its job was to be a cohesive, smooth sailing story. Nope. Uh, if it was to be it made, a, a good-feeling movie, it, nope. it made It made more sense of the first two movies. But this, again, this to me, this is the third movie in a trilogy. I don't care what you title them. I don't yeah. care if you pretend, oh, this is the lead character. Whatever. Absolutely. Uh, it, this was the culmination of, a tr of his trilogy, um, which means that you do get to close the door. And say, okay, look at it as now a collective whole. So you can't again. Four hours, I realize, is a very long time. But you ultimately, you can't say, well, how? What about the job that was done? You can't say that without looking at the first two. And uh, even by putting that all that shit on the shelf, it just yeah. I, I didn't it, I didn't yeah, really like for, it. I didn't for like me, it. I very much remove it from those two because I can choose to watch it however I want. And I think ultimately I wind up watching it in clips. But there's far more. plot points that are addressed in this movie that are set out in the first two movies. So you you actually can't just like ah oh, I don't care about those two movies. Like this 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 the this is the equation sign of oh, yeah, the stuff that got set up. I'll put it this way. I'll put it. I don't need way. to rewatch anything. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a free country. Um, I'll, I'll put it this way because again, we we did run long. Yeah. Um, I like Shazam much much better. Yeah, see, Shazam, I I enjoyed Shazam, and I really do want to rewatch it. I've never been that tempted to rewatch it. Um, whereas this it again, it, it feels good. You know, it, this is yeah, this is not Shakespeare, right? It's, These it's, are four yeah. color funny books, and also you should feel good about it. With that being said, it's like. I think this this flick is polarizing as it 
kind of was always destined to. But there's, uh, you know, again, there's something about that ending cyborg moment where he says, I'm not broken, I'm not alone. It's so cheesy, it's so on the nose. For some reason, it made me feel stuff. Um, with all of that said, super, super briefly, as much as I can gush about the first five and a half parts, uh, the first chunk of the epilogue I love. The second part of that epilogue, I fucking hate so much. If I can just throw this out into the universe, because I feel like I have to, um, he doesn't understand injustice. People who think that that extra ending felt very injustice were right and wrong. Ultimately, the story of injustice ends when they need a Superman to fuck up the, the Superman that went the wrong way. And to go through this whole fucking journey, and I never get more than two minutes with Superman being Superman breaks my heart um with that being said i thought superman whooping the shit out of steppenwolf was amazing and i'll rewatch that scene all day um the good outweighs the bad for me certain parts i'll never watch again other parts i'm gonna watch all the time again i loved it unapologetically you i loved, loved it, it. Yeah, i loved it that's strong but I man don't necessarily again it's fucked up because i don't know if it's any good um i don't yeah, think but that's, it's a good film. that's that's not that we we've had this conversation also. Like we can you can love bad shit. I love three hundred. Three hundred is not a good movie. Yeah, I, I, it's you know, not I, a good movie. Like you know, there there are these the descriptors and and by the definition of the term, um, but that that has nothing to do with like whether you enjoyed something, or whether it entertained you, or whether it struck a struck a nerve. I'm saying though, like the 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 fucking the vibe. Was just no, not a vibe movie because that'll never happen because he's fucking terrible. Um, Release the vibe verse. Just the the the, the vibe the, there. That's where there was no resolution. And and you did strike. You I think you struck the nail on the head there because, um, even though this was a culmination, when they were making it, he didn't think of it in that thing. He's like, yeah. we're gonna keep on going and going and going, and here's all this next shit. So, so there I can kind of understand, but in an era now of like seemingly ongoing narratives, each chapter, the same way that if it was, you know, a, a weekly uh, TV series, each fucking chapter has to have its own beginning, yeah. middle and end and take you on that journey on its own. Like, uh, you know, with its own steam, you can't count on saying like, you know what? Yeah. This doesn't make sense now. I'll make it make sense yeah. in the next one. Like that's a cheat. You're not allowed to it fucking is, do that. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. That's just I, no good. Uh, with, ultimately, it comes down to for me. It comes down to how I felt. And if they announced that the Snyderverse was going to be a a series on HBO Max with multiple seasons and hour long episodes, I'm there until mm. they completely lose me. Which I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't watch that much gray screen. I again. I'm telling you with a with an honest heart i fucking hate so many aspects of this <laughs> but the sum total of it i love i don't know why um i'm not an apologist for it because i the things that stink for the most part i agree stink there's some stuff i absolutely loathe about it um but in this very unique situation, the last thing I want to say as a tease for a future episode, so start thinking about your opinions now, people. Um, I do want to talk about, does this set up an unhealthy precedent? Not tonight, 
That's for you guys to think about, but I do want to talk about it on the future. And the future will be right here on US Comics HQ across all social media. Before we tell the lovely people what we want them to do, let's pay some bills real quick. We couldn't do this show without the support of our sponsors. And in these cases, luckily, they're also our friends. The opening tune and the tune you're about to hear come straight and direct from one of our favorite bands, Bad Mary, you can find them on all social media at Bad Mary Band. You can go to their website, badmary.com, buy yourself a t-shirt, a pin, a keychain, all sorts of great merch and swag. You can support them financially by going to patreon.com forward slash Bad Mary. The best news is if you want to listen to more than the song I'm about to play you, you can go to any music streaming service where you will get their entire discography. So listen to it through streaming, buy the CD anyway. One day you'll get to meet them when the world is normal and get them to sign it. Mm-hmm. Word credit, word credit is due our other sponsor right here on Facebook Gaming. It's Sergeant Finesse. Two streams a day, outstanding gaming content, supporter games, giveaways, contests. Don't be a sucker. Check them out today. Throw them a like, a follow. Consider becoming a supporter. If you need to pick me up, follow the white rabbit down to sneak energy.com use code sgt at checkout if you're looking for some fresh new gear go to geeksunleash.com use code sarge there when the sarge is on deck yes salute gg son charlie you know what we gotta do dude we are two hours deep we are and um there's really you know well you know again debatable literally literally final thoughts on the snyder cut uh, I think not watching the Snyder Cut is a mistake for no other reason than this is such a unique situation. It's so much more than a director's cut. Um, they added a budget to it. It got $30 million more. This is an event. This is a. a this is an experience. Like it or hate it, you'll have a lot to say, clearly. Um, so I think you should check it out today. You know what, Charlie? Uh, I couldn't disagree with you more. Um, I ultimately, I think, yes, it's an event. It's one of those watershed moments where the people's voice was heard and they said, fine, fine. We'll fucking give you what you think you want. Ultimately, would I have been better off had Snyder not put this out? Probably would Snyder have? No, I think that this was probably very therapeutic and being the good guy that I am, I'm happy for Zack Snyder because I think he's a good guy and I enjoyed a lot of his other work and continue to do so and I look forward to what comes next. I am somewhat relieved that this movie, if nothing else, what this movie undoubtedly did best was close the chapter on the Snyder uh, take on my DC characters because look, Zack, you're a good guy. But these are my characters, bro, not yours. So uh, I, I do agree with Charlie, though, in this. Uh, you should watch it. You should watch it, even if it's in the sense of, like, sniffing the milk carton. You're, like, <laughs> you're pretty short, it's bad. You're like, oh, yeah, no, 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 I was right. Again, short version, was it better than 2017? A million, a million times, yes. It was much, much better. Does that make it good? No. Don't listen to Rotten Tomatoes because, like, Rotten Tomatoes would have you think that every three out of four people loved it. I think they more loved the scenario because it is a feel-good scenario. But ultimately, that's the only feel-good part of the movie. The movie is gray. Uh, it, it, it Beginnings and middle and end is very one-note in spite of a lot of things having happened. But, um, again, Zach, we hardly knew the 
Uh, so I think we're gonna wrap it up. Yeah, Charlie. I'll be I'll be there for the zombie movie on Netflix. That'll be yeah. The, the I'll, next, I'll be there too. That can be great. Damn uh, for my brother, the CEO and co-founder of US Comics. I of course am your COO. And make sure that you join in on the fun, join in on the conversation right here on our social media. You can find the videos on Twitch, on Facebook, on YouTube, where you can comment along. Tell us if you think we're right. Tell us if you think we're wrong. And that's what I want from you. If you watch this video, if you like any aspect of it share comment subscribe the podcast version is available every wednesday the videos are available every wednesday and we're probably going to go live a lot more normally it's only about an hour but this deserved a full in-depth conversation and it got it it got it <laughs> all that social media can be found at us comics hq john before we send ourselves out the way we always do i just want to remind you there is one thing you wanted to mention that you thought was your favorite part of this a certain title card uh if you will if you want to just mention that oh oh yeah i, I you know we didn't really need to circle back i mean ultimately again i think that the final for our autumn uh you know title card really put the exclamation mark on exactly what it was that was being done you know this is a movie that was affected by uh his loss uh, his family's loss and um you know like charlie mentioned the billboard that occurred within the movie when uh when when bruce and, and flash were driving away that was obviously uh in reference but um you know just a just a beautiful beautiful uh, sentiment and uh, it, it was not lost on me. I couldn't agree with you more, but John, what is the only way we end each and every episode of U.S. Comics Cast? Oh, uh, Charlie, if you don't know by now, I'll tell you one more time. You got to turn the power on. You got to turn the volume up. You got to tune Bad Mary in. Open up the window wide and scream out into the night sky. Save me, Space Girl. We are out. <laughs> <laughs>